Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. And by Hyundai. Experience the 2011 Hyundai Sonata today at HyundaiSonata.com. Greetings, first-time viewers, and welcome back, all you AutoLine Daily veterans. It's Friday, 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 the 18th of November, 2011, almost Thanksgiving. The smell of turkey is in the air, the bird, not the country. And you should know by now, I'm Peter DiLorenzo, the auto extremist. And it has been a long week, a long week. So let's get this show on the road. And let's start with some news from LA, hopefully the last of it. In addition to the 2012 CRV, Honda unveiled the electric version of its Fit, and unlike most hybrids, the exterior styling is identical to the standard model. The company says its combined range is 76 miles, but the real news is that it will only be available for lease in a few markets in the U.S. Starting in 2012, Honda will begin leasing in the Huggable states, California and Oregon, and then will expand to six East Coast markets in 2013. The price is about $400 a month. The company only expects to have 1,100 available over the next three years. Sounds like Honda doesn't think EVs will become popular anytime soon. Earlier in the week, GM sales chief in the U.S. said he expected this month's sales rate to be close to 14 million units. Unfortunately, he isn't as optimistic about next year. According to Bloomberg, he says sales in 2012 will be flat to slightly up. But J.D. Power analysts see it differently. They're suggesting that if current trends continue, by the second half of next year, the rate could be at 14 million. The forecasters say car sales could grow because drivers need to replace their old vehicles. The average age of a vehicle in the U.S. is close to 11 years old. Lightweight materials will play a key role in meeting future fuel economy targets. More and more automakers are turning to aluminum and composites to cut the fat on their vehicles. The Wall Street Journal reports BMW just bought a 15% stake in a company called SGL Carbon a maker of lightweight materials. The move comes just eight months after Volkswagen purchased 10% of the organization. Forward thinking, as always, BMW is trying to safeguard its supply of carbon composites. The other day we showed you a vintage advertisement for Holden down in Australia. This 1974 piece was a copy of the old Chevy spot that talked about baseball, hot dogs, and apple pie. Well, there's yet another take on this iconic pitch. Autoline viewer Andrew Charles pointed us to a radio ad from South Africa that used the same jingle. South Africa, what's your favorite meal? Rugby! Sports? Rugby! Weather? Sunshine! And what's your greatest car, South Africa? Chevrolet! Let's see, that's Bright Place, Rugby, Sunny Skies, and Chevrolet, huh? Right! Well, you sure sound like South Africa to me. Instead of meat pies and kangaroos, they're singing about Bradley's Rugby, and Sunny Skies. Funny, no mention of apartheid. Brabley's is the Afrikaans word for barbecue or grilled meat. Question of the week. Do any of you guys know of other versions of this advertising jingle? If so, let us know. Look at just about any car on the road today and right smack in the middle of the grill is the brand logo. But that may be about to change. Some automakers want the shape of the grill to convey the brand, not just a badge. This is how BMW has done it for years. But now Ford and Kia are about to do the same. The Evos concept car shows how Ford will be doing this with its passenger cars. Its trucks will not receive the same treatment. The GT concept shows how Kia is about to start doing the same thing. 
In a moment, we'll take a peek at this week's episode of AutoLine, covering the recent UAW labor negotiations. But first, are you ready to cap off LA Auto Show Week? Craig Cole is over at Roundabout headquarters with more details. Craig? Tonight on Roundabout, we'll be doing a comprehensive wrap-up of all the reveals that came out of the LA Auto Show this week. We'll be talking to Miss Motormouth, Michelle Naranjo, as well as car designer Dolly Domovsky to find out what they thought about the crop of new vehicles announced at the show. Plus, we'll be playing the game that challenges you to identify cars based only on OEM press release spin, Lie of the Beholder. Join us for all that and more at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time at, can you guess it? That's right, Autoline.tv. Reducing exhaust emissions, airified diesel particulate filters, high filtration, low back pressure, small package size, excellent durability. DowAirify.com. Social media is a very big deal these days, and even though I choose to participate only intermittently on my tweet account, companies are finding it necessary to have a presence on the Twitter sphere in order to interact with customers. The same is true of other organizations. In fact, the famously guarded UAW has even turned to social media. Another thing that we saw interesting in these last negotiations, at least when it came to the Ford negotiations, is the Ford department at the UAW put up a Facebook page hmm. where anybody could come in and comment and they would post official results of the voting. And uh, then they started that with the Chrysler contract and I guess it got out of hand or something, but they pulled that Facebook page. What do you guys read into what they were doing with social media? I think that was an interesting, I think that was a real genuine step forward for the UAW. That I liked it. I loved it. I, I went to that page and read all the comments. Right. I mean, and you got a lot of interesting comments. You got a little bit of a debate going on, on all those pages. And I think it was, a, it, it was a good step forward. I mean, the union has always been kind of, the executive board has always been accused of being too secretive and uh, too manipulative. In, and I think that kind of broke, helped break that down. Of course, it got a little bit too feisty, I think, at Chrysler. And I think they... They began to kind of like uh, you pull back some of the some of the openness, but uh, by and large, I thought it was a good a good move on the union's part, and I think uh, uh, the membership itself responded positively to it. Social media is going to inject chaos into an industry that's highly controlled with a union that's highly controlled. We only have to look highly controlling. <laughs> okay, uh, and when you have that level of communication unfettered. People are free to say whatever they want. People vote for it anonymously, either by um, tagging it as something they like or adding more comments. This is really a ground shift that I think over the next three or four years in labor relations, we're going to be seeing playing a bigger role. It's a good thing. There's no question. I mean, workers live 100 miles from their local. We wouldn't be able to get a quorum of anything. People, some people have worked there for years and have, haven't been to their local. Um, in 10, 15 years. And here's a way to communicate directly between the union uh, and its membership. John's guest this week on Outline includes Sean McAlinden from the Center for Automotive Research, Joe Sesney of the Oakland Press, and Robert Chiarvelli from Strategic Labor and Human Resources. And you know the drill. You can watch the rest of this week's episode of Outline right now. Just swing by our website, autoline.tv. Of course, if you're on the go, the show can also be downloaded as a podcast. And that's a wrap. Again, I'm Peter DiLorenzo, the auto extremist. Thank you for watching this week. John should be back in the anchor chair on Monday. I'll catch you later.
Wards is the industry leader for news, data, and analysis. That's why companies across the globe subscribe to our premium service, maybe even your own. Log in for subscriber access now. Check your company's intranet for details and rely on wardsauto.com to keep you informed.